So I'm sure there's a bunch of you that must be tired of hearing about this whole Will Smith incident. So how about I give you guys a little bit of that toxic double standard. So a man in Nashville, Tennessee was arrested after police found that he had attached an Apple Watch to his girlfriend's car in order to track her whereabouts. Now, of course, after seeing this, I had like two questions. One, isn't it interesting how there's like a double standard? Because if a babe did this, she'd probably be praised for it. And secondly, how the fuck did this guy ever charge that watch? Alright, second question aside. Second question aside. I'm not saying this shit just to hate on babes or to like talk shit about women or anything. It's because it's actually true. Like, I think it was like a year or so ago. There was a story about how some woman had discovered that her mans was cheating because she actually used to collect the data that was, you know, being transmitted by his Apple Watch. So she could find out the location and, you know, she'd find out that, oh, so-and-so burned calories at, like, weird times. So obviously now she'll go and she'll ask, you know, how the hell is it that you are burning calories at this and this place at 2 a.m. in the morning? And that's how she managed to find out that he was cheating. Like, how comes this woman wasn't convicted of that shit? How come she wasn't arrested and charged for, you know, stalking this man and and collecting his private information? Because that is his private information, right? Because if anything, it shows how big the double standards are. Like, these babes can do some very weird shit to us guys, but if us guys try doing the same thing, it's suddenly a problem. And I feel like that's a huge issue. That's a very, very huge issue. And I'm not bringing up a story from the Oscars, it's just that... If someone else's gender was there and not a man, it would have probably been a full-on assault case, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to leave that one aside. I'm going to leave that one aside. I do want to mention it because to a certain degree, even though that's the case, I do sort of side with what this woman did by reporting the boyfriend and having him charged it and shit because this man had threatened repeatedly to kill her, even though he was the boyfriend, weirdly enough. Like, I'm wondering why the hell she's even still in this toxic relationship. Because in both Apple Watch situations, both perpetrators could actually just look at it and say, you know what, I was trying to make sure that my partner doesn't cheat on me. Or I was trying to find out if my partner is cheating on me. But then again, you kind of think about it and you kind of look a little bit more into the details. Because I read the entire article and then you suddenly realize that the man from Nashville, Tennessee had actually threatened to kill his girlfriend multiple times. And that in itself, just going beyond the abuse part, can actually, I think, even be termed as attempted murder. And, you know, like, sending such threats is really bad for someone. And to a certain degree, now I can see where the sense in it is. You know, now I can get why he was caught. Like, a combination of the abuse, the domestic abuse, the psychological and mental abuse... And you know the death threats. I feel like that one warrants someone getting arrested. But all in all, while it does seem like I do sort of have a problem with with babes getting their way and shit and this guy being arrested, I actually don't. I actually don't. I do actually appreciate the fact that, you know, the police acted and this man was arrested. The only reason I actually brought up this story wasn't even to talk about double standards. It was just to show the importance of context. Because when it comes down to it, context nowadays is everything. Like... If you were to look at the general details, this man should have been hailed and congratulated. Or at least that's what some people think. Or, alternatively, the woman from like a year or so ago should have probably been arrested. But all in all, personally, I don't care too much for both. Either way, for me, I think the number one takeaway is do not have sex with an Apple Watch or while wearing an Apple Watch. 
all in all, this podcast definitely needs to start. So in our very typical fashion, I like to start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who burns 200 calories during sex, or at least that's what a little Apple Watch told me. He's a man who wonders why the Apple Watch does not track conclusions because he has been jumping them for a minute and it's good for his cardio. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, the drill is pretty simple. If you know the drill, then you can repeat it with me. If you don't know the drill and it's your first time, or maybe you've never really listened to it properly, then I can repeat it for you because I'm nice like that. And it's about how you can submit the tweets that you see on the gram or on Facebook or on Twitter because, you know, we see tweets over there all the time, you know, not just on Twitter. And, you know, you can contribute to a part of the conversations for these episodes. And it's a pretty simple drill and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. On Facebook or on Twitter, if it happens to be a screenshot, if it happens to be a screen grab that has been taken from Twitter, was pasted there, then you can send it to @breaktimeonwestside on Facebook and @breaktimeonwestside on IG for me to check out and possibly include in this episode. Now, if you are listening through some app that allows for ratings and reviews, a nice rating and or review would be highly appreciated. And if you are on any one of these social media apps and you do feel like following me, I'd really appreciate it. I'm not saying that you have to, but but I'm just asking if you could, you know, if you felt like it, you know, I'd appreciate it if you did. You know, you don't have to resist your urges on this one. And we can continue growing the podcast and, you know, pushing it to the masses and shit. Now, we definitely do need to move on to the tweets. Unfortunately, the entirety of this episode is just tweets. But the first tweet is actually more of a dilemma. And you all know I like myself a nice relationship dilemma. Because it challenges me to actually sort of think out of the box. And, you know, it helps us look at things from a very critical point of view and see how it is we're supposed to be handling shit. So... I'm going to read it for you, then we're going to look into the entire thing. So the tweet reads, Oh wow, this man's fiance took his 16-year-old daughter to go get an abortion and he found out about it and called off the wedding. I really feel like the fiance was in a lose-lose situation. If she broke her stepdaughter's trust, she could hang that up for life. But now she got ghosted and she's no longer a fiance. That's tough. Okay, I have questions. I actually have questions. Well, actually mainly one question that I feel like we need to start with on this. Because much as I want to discuss this, I want to start by asking a pretty interesting question. Who the fuck told the fiancé? Like, who the fuck told the man, the, the girl's father? Who the fuck told that guy? Because I feel like that should have been the person that should have gone with the daughter. Because I doubt any of this shit would have been a problem if everyone would have kept their mouth shut. And here's the thing. While I can get that some people might have an issue with the entire thing and how abortion might be a big thing or some people might think of it as a small thing, I feel like to a certain degree, you find that parents will actually catch a feeling of a shit like this, not because it's a bad thing or a good thing that was done, but because of the fact that they weren't consented on it, you know, they weren't told about shit and this is their kid. Because this is a 16 year old child. She's technically still under the father and mother's care if the mother is still available and shit because we have very limited information. So you'd think that this guy would have to have been consulted or at least he'd have to have been informed, not him finding out from some other place. 
which is why I'm having a problem with whoever it is that told them. Because if it's the daughter that did it and she decided to do it before this guy had married this woman, then at that point in time, it's the daughter now that was in some way possibly even sabotaging that entire relationship. On the other hand, if it was like say a family friend or a teacher or some shit, like some person that happened to get in touch with the dad, then that person should have gone with a girl so that she can get the abortion. Because at least there, if the trust was enough such that this girl could go and tell them that she got an abortion and she went with the husband's fiance, then probably he or she should have been the one to go with the 16 year old daughter to get the abortion. Because how the hell is it that someone is trusting someone else with that information so that someone else can go and snitch to the parent? Because I don't think the fiance went and told anyone about it. Because for her, she needs to keep quiet. Like, her relationship was in jeopardy at that moment. So I'm guessing it's the daughter that went and opened her mouth to somebody, possibly the mom, possibly some relative. And frankly, I feel like it would probably be very stupid for the daughter to do so. So personally, if it were me, if say my girlfriend or my fiance's child came up to me, you know, say they're in their teens and they're like, oh, I want to go get an abortion. Like, first of all, I'd have to make sure that it's a situation where I cannot talk to my fiance or my girlfriend about it. Like, if it's one of those situations, then fine. I'll only have one condition. Let no one know about this shit ever or at least for like the next few years until say maybe after like a year or two of me and my partner being married. Because at that point in time, at least there it can be something that's reminisced and and if someone catches a feeling about it, you're like, no, I did it for her sake and I knew that you'd probably lose your shits about it. So we decided to keep it between us and it kind of improves the relationship because there at least you can see that it's a bit of like a win-lose situation. And if anything, like you'll win because you'll be closer with a with child. And if it's a lose, then at least you'll have come out on the better side because you'll know that this stepchild of yours, this possible potential stepchild of yours was going to fuck things up in the first place. So you've definitely protected yourself from a very, very tricky situation that would have come back to hit you in the future. So either way, I do feel like the woman lost out, but she definitely should have ensured herself by ensuring the, the stepdaughter's silence. Honestly, that's how I look at it. And I don't know, I might be right, I might be wrong. I'd actually want your takes on this entire thing. How do you think the situation should have been handled? And how do you think you'd have handled the situation yourself? But all in all, we should definitely move it on. So on to our very next tweet. If you think a man should pay all the bills, date someone that agrees. If you think it should be 50-50, date someone that agrees. The problem is you want to convince people who don't agree instead of just dating someone who has the same values. That's why the topic is so annoying. Actually, I disagree with this. I am against it. I refute whatever it is that you've said. Not the 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 first portion of it. Like I I actually do kind of agree with you on this. Like if you are someone that believes that a man should pay all the bills, you know, whether you're male or female, go date someone that agrees to that. And if you think it should be 50-50, you should date someone that agrees to that. But I don't think the problem is that people want to convince other people of the other side. I feel like it goes beyond that. It's not even about convincing. 
it's actually just the, the ostracizing and the disrespect that you get for picking a side that doesn't really you know correlate or or concur with what someone else feels and that in itself is actually why i can also disagree with the part above where it's like oh if you if you think a man should build the builds and just date someone that agrees because i feel like that's almost like throwing a blanket over a problem that's not really being solved because it's like you know to each their own to each their own like let's just blanket over this shit and leave it like it's a very easy way it's a very simple way to end the argument which you know ended up resulting in the tables argument which kind of took over last year where people were like oh what does she bring to the table oh does so and so bring this and this to the table and shit and when you kind of look at it it's not even about one person trying to show that they're better it was actually mostly about a lot of people trying to be understood more so the guys more so the guys because the whole idea the whole question of who should pay for a date it's it's a question that came up because a lot of guys started noticing that when they'd go out on dates with babes it would be this very funny situation where it's like you're supposed to be on a date but the babe's just talking about herself it's not like she's listening she's probably not even treating you right but she'll eat she'll take wine and then you'll be left with a bill and she'll just go home and she'll be like all right thanks bye and then you know she might probably even ghost you and shit and it suddenly started becoming an issue for guys and sometimes babes are even taking it a little too far by bringing a friend or ordering too damn much and you know probably even packing for that shit so that they can go home with it and guys now started asking like why the hell are we paying full price for some shit that isn't even worth it you know like there's even a study that shows that a majority of women nowadays go out on dates to eat not even to look for a partner or to find out what the guy is about it's literally for the food so now guys decide to retaliate they're like i know we're going 50 50 on this like we're two working class individuals we're two grown adults we should be able to take care of our own bills then this whole issue comes in and for us guys it's from a point of self-preservation and for a lot of babes, it does come from a sense of self-centeredness where they're like, a guy should pay for my time. But at the same time, this guy with his sense of self-preservation is like, but we're two working class individuals. Why is it that I have to pay for something that you can do yourself? Like, that's sort of where it came from. And then, of course, now that graduated onto, you know, uh, will I get the goods afterwards or... You know what does she bring to the table that would warrant me to you know put money down on all of this shit you know the general functional questions that guys will ask whenever they start encountering a situation like this and when you kind of look at the entire thing like whenever guys would talk about how they felt about it whenever guys would talk about them wanting to go 50 50 you'd find that an entire string of babes would be in the comment section busy talking about how oh you know just say you're a broke nigga or oh you're stingy as hell or you don't know how to treat a woman and at times it would even become abusive and on the other side of it you'd see a babe busy saying a man has to pay my bills and then niggas are like but like what are we paying for though like i'm paying for bills just so that i can get some person with attitude busy talking all over me and yet they're not contributing shit you know can i get the goods afterwards and then you can hear a babe saying oh you know just because you paid for dinner just because you paid for some food doesn't mean that you get you know the wap and shit and you can sort of hear it you can sort of even hear it right now you know just because i paid for dinner doesn't mean that i have to sleep with you and 
at the same time someone is saying you have to pay for dinner so with this entire argument with this entire issue the the problem isn't that people are trying to convince each other the problem is that people are disrespecting each other for picking a stance on this and that's where the issue is if people can stop disrespecting the other side because they want some version of self to to reign supreme then it's okay like i'm one person that had started off on the whole 50 50 thing i was like you know what split it 50 50 let her handle her bill or let's divide this shit 50 50 you know provided we haven't had one person consuming too much and the other too little then at some point i was like you know what i don't mind handling the entire bill but i'd appreciate it if she actually decided to sort of chip in because it shows that she cares enough and with the way dates are supposed to signify a certain kind of behavior or like a certain trait that you're supposed to see in someone like her choosing to chip in would show that you know what even though i can handle a bill here and there if i'm down she'll be there to help me out you know that caring is entirely mutual and she's not just gonna sit and look at me while i'm suffering in financial debt and just pick up her shit and move the fuck on like that was how i saw it but all in all i learned to respect the fact that yes there's some babes that clearly want a guy to handle the bills and there will be someone for that and there's some babes who are like you know what if i can i will and you know they'll definitely be okay with it and there's definitely going to be babes who are like i will handle my own bill because i do not want a guy wanting to smash just because he paid for the bills and i've learned to accept that i've learned to accept that the problem is too many people don't one person is going to disrespect the other person because they want to go 50-50 and they want to preserve themselves from, you know, paying for some shit that they definitely shouldn't have. And on the other side, there's someone who's going to want the bills paid for them because they believe in the old days and they don't want to pay for shit. But either way, I feel like it's more of understanding each other rather than disrespecting or trying to convince each other. Although, then again, I am one person that doesn't really believe in dates all that much as some of you have heard in previous episodes i've i've definitely said like the date is outdated we should move it on to netflix and chill because that is where the evolution has gone and you can learn a hell of a lot more from netflix and chill and it'll probably cost you a lot less money to do and you'll definitely pick up on a lot more shit from someone else although then again those are my thoughts on it so i will leave it and i will move it on so on to our very next tweet had dinner with a dude who didn't compliment me once i thought that it was really weird i haven't spoken to him since at no point was i expecting compliments though the absence of the acknowledgement of my effort just shows me that he might not be attracted to me which is okay and even if he is i still prefer a more vocal partner hence i didn't force him to compliment me I simply cut him off. I'm not dating anyone that I have to tell to compliment me. I'm too self-assured to do that. Affirming me and making me feel like I'm the only girl in the room is romance 101. That's what I'm accustomed to when I date and I won't settle just because he ticks other boxes. Oh no, he was actually the perfect gentleman. He pulled my chair, opened doors, listened when I spoke, even sent me a full tank before I left so I could fill up on my way home. Okay, I don't know if it's just me, but this shit feels like the biggest contradiction of a human being that I have listened to in a very long time. Like, alright, let me just get this straight. This man took you out on a date, made sure that you ate well. He made sure that he was a very kind person and, 
you know he was he was making sure the date went pretty well you know paid for everything took you back home and even made sure that you had like a full tank of gas or petrol as you know the rest of us normal humans do it and you have the audacity to come out and say that this man should be dropped because he did not compliment you so what's so self-assuring in everything that you've said like you wanted a compliment like don't get me wrong i'm i'm not saying that you only fish for compliments when you go on dates but you know it does sound like it but you decided to dress well and go out on a date and you decided to ignore everything else but what the guy should have said about your dress and how you looked like who says that you even look that good like honestly i'm sure that there's a lot of guys that are almost sort of like me you know we're a little blunt and we're very truthful and we don't know how to lie and it's not like babes will always wear the best looking outfits or dresses whenever they choose to go out but you know they think they'll look good their best friend will probably tell them that they look bomb but maybe to us we think she looks like shit or maybe she's wearing a blanket or some shit and definitely because i'd much rather not disrespect you by telling you you look like an old hag maybe in this case this man was like you know what let me not say anything about it because if i open my mouth about that shit i'll end up sounding disrespectful and don't tell me that there's a way around saying oh you don't look good in a date like i'm sure babes are ready to say that shit of which the truth of it is if you look bad to me then you look bad to me no matter how many people will tell you that you look good to them like if anything like that dress was supposed to inspire confidence in you like you looking your best is supposed to give you the best version of your confidence so that you can use it when i'm in the room so that i can see the best of you and whether or not i compliment you probably shouldn't really be your problem not unless if you need that self-assurance or at least you need that reassurance that validation and you're expecting me to give it to you of which i may not give it to you all the time but that said i might be wrong about this i might be wrong about this maybe i am supposed to compliment her like maybe it's it's courtesy 101 and i don't seem to know jack shit about this and maybe there's a lot more that this guy should have definitely done that he didn't do so i want your thoughts on this the dms are open on twitter it is at bagak the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle on facebook and on instagram it is at break time on west side thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through Castbox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break <laughs>